Welcome to Wake Up Stories for the Soul. My name is Bill Fraze, and I'm the author of this short story from my blog, wakeupcallforthesoul.com. If you would like to ponder this story before getting my perspective on it, please pause the recording when it's finished. This story is called, Who's Your Mommy? There was a widow who had two sons. The younger one said to his mother, let's stop pretending like we are a happy family. Admit it, we're dead to each other. Why don't you just give me my inheritance now so we can be done with each other forever? The mother was the founder and CEO of a successful business with a significant ownership position. So she gave each son half of her stake in the company. The board of directors called an emergency meeting to elect a new CEO after her rash decision. But the board narrowly decided to keep her on as CEO after her oldest son made a passionate plea to retain her. Not long after that, the younger son took the company jet to a coastal haven for the rich and famous, where he wasted his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything and maxed out his credit cards, there was an economic depression that affected the entire country, and he began to be in need. His former friends disappeared along with his money. So he went and got a job at the only place that would hire him, the sewer authority. The work was exhausting and disgusting, and it hardly paid enough to meet his basic needs. Despite the regular income, he became homeless because he couldn't afford to make his rent payments. He was perpetually hungry and seldom had a good night's sleep as he struggled to survive. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my mother's entry-level employees have food and money to spare? And here I am, homeless and starving to death. I'll go back to my mother and say, Mom, I was wrong to treat you as I did. I'm sorry for the way I talked to you. I'm not worthy to be called your son. Would you please take me back as an entry-level employee? Eventually, he was able to save enough money for a common carrier flight home and went to see his mother. When he was a couple of blocks from the corporate headquarters, his mother saw him as she was exiting the building and was filled with compassion for him. She ran to her son with tears streaming down her face, threw her arms around him, and kissed him repeatedly. Before he could even recite his speech, his mother hurried him into the lobby and said to her executive assistant, Quick, help my son get cleaned up and get him a new suit. Give him a new photo ID and a security clearance. Call the caterer. We're going to have a party. She instructed all of her vice presidents at all of the corporate offices and operations centers to end business early and throw parties for their staff and customers, sparing no expense. When her direct port reports asked about the occasion for the highly irregular festivities, the CEO said, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So the employees began to celebrate all around the world. While he was happy to be received so warmly by his mother, the son was also very confused and felt extremely sheepish as everyone welcomed him back with genuine excitement, smiles, and hugs. Shortly after this, the older son returned to the office after closing the biggest deal of his career. As he made his way to his office, he heard music, smelled food, and even saw some of the vice presidents dancing like maniacs in the glass-walled conference rooms. So he asked his mother's executive assistant what was going on. 
Your brother has come back, she replied, and your mother has ended the workday and shut down global operations to throw a company-wide celebration because she has him back safe and sound. The older brother turned red with anger, refused to join the party, and stormed out of the building. The executive assistant rushed to the celebrating CEO and told her what had happened. Before the assistant could offer to help, the mother took off her heels and ran out of the building. She called after her son, but he walked even faster in the other direction. Eventually, she caught up with him, leaving a trail of bloody footprints behind her. She pleaded with him to come back, but he answered his mother, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. I begged the board to keep you on as CEO when they wanted to fire you. I just closed the biggest deal in the company's history, but you've never thrown me a party for anything I've done. But when this son of yours who's blown your hard-earned money on drugs, gambling, and whores comes home, you celebrate like he's a conquering hero. Son, the mother said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours but we had to celebrate and be glad because your brother was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. The executive assistant who witnessed this entire series of events had been hired when she was a poor single mother without any qualifications. She had watched the boy's mother lavish love upon them all of their lives. She felt deep gratitude, having known the warmth of her boss's love and kindness from the moment she received the job offer in her time of desperation. Her heart broke for the two precious children who did not know their own mother at all. Please pause here if you would like to ponder this story before getting my take on it. Here is my commentary on the story that I like to call the secrets of the story. This story will be familiar to those who know the story commonly referred to as the lost or prodigal son as told by Jesus in Luke chapter 15 verses 11 through 23. I refer to that story as the parable of the lost sons. In this retelling, I wanted to portray the parent as a loving mother who had given birth to her children and nursed them as babies. I wanted to retell the story in a way that was more contemporary and urban than the original. I also wanted to highlight the most surprising aspect of the story to me, that children could live their entire lives with their loving mother and still not know her at all. The younger son didn't know how much his mother loved him when he asked for his inheritance. He still, still didn't know her love when he came back with a scripted plan to get back in his mother's good graces. He was actually surprised and embarrassed by the reception he received, indicating that he did not know his own mother's heart. The older son did not know how much his mother loved him, even though he thought he had been faithful to his mother his whole life. He was not happy about his brother's return and felt cheated that his loyalty had not been appropriately rewarded and that his brother's selfishness and infidelity had been completely ignored. This story points to the truth that each of us is the precious child of our divine parent. Even though we have lived our entire lives in the light of our heavenly parent's love, most of us are completely oblivious to it and ignorant of God's care, which is greater than that which even the most loving human mother could ever give to the children of her own womb. Many people assume that the parent moves from anger to forgiveness for the son who leaves. This is not a part of the story. 
God doesn't get angry. God never withholds love. God showers unconditional love upon each precious soul. In this story, it would be better to assume that the mother honored the free will choices of her sons, desiring that they would both accept the love that she showered upon them. That is God's desire for us to accept the gift that has been gently placed upon the doorstep of our hearts. God waits patiently with an infinite desire for us to receive the gift that makes every other gift possible, divine love. May we recognize and receive our heavenly parents' unconditional love for us now and always. Amen. This has been another wake-up call for the soul story to support your soul's awakening. May our beloved creator bless your soul with an abundant inflowing of divine love. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, bye.